Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio, on the Airwave Style at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are still processing. The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. And what we love this week <laughs> is Avengers. Jesus fucking Christ! So, um, spoilers <sighs> starting now. Yes, it's all spoilers. Don't listen until, to this until you've watched. Until questions. It'll be spoilers until questions, but really don't listen to Just it. don't listen. Yeah. Just don't listen. This is like on the Nerdist articles where they're like, spoilers in the headline, and then spoilers in the by- and like the, the byline, and then spoilers in the lead. Yeah. And then like halfway in the article, they're like, we told you there was going to be spoilers. It's all spoilers. It's all spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Because thank God. <laughs> How could anyone talk about this movie without talking about it. I know. I did my emoji recap of it, and I think I did a pretty good job not mm-hmm. actually spoiling it. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were replying to it on Twitter, and they were like, oh, spoilers. I was like, actually, no. Once you see it, you will understand that there's no spoilers. No. And then I put, like, the black circle emoji at the end, and they were like, does this mean they all got sucked into a black hole at the end? And I was like, yes, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> we do, as viewers. Oh, man. Megan, I don't even know where to start. Okay, Let's start with the first Avengers. That's what we should do. Okay. And the set, the setup for this. Okay, you go ahead because you've got a narrative going. Um, so I was thinking about um, how at the end of the first Avengers, like in the after credit scene or whatever, it was when we first saw Thanos. Mm-hmm. And Loki was like on Thanos' team. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing really that happened in any of the movies since then that would indicate that Loki wasn't on Thanos' team. True. Like nothing at all. True. Um, Perhaps, like, the loss of Asgard and everything that happened in Ragnarok. I feel like that was his most character development yes. film. To be like, I'm not always a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm just mostly, mostly a piece of yes. shit. Yeah. Um, but then in, at the beginning of this movie, yeah, when... Spoilers. <laughs> we told you. Yes. We fucking <laughs> told you get spoilers. Mad. Loki dies. Yeah. He ain't coming back. He ain't coming back. There's no trickery in this one. He died. Um, and he died because he was trying to save Thor's life, which is like the biggest heel turn mm-hmm. ever. I thought it was a trick. I did and too. And then he conjures that knife. Yeah. But I was also like... Yeah, I thought somehow that wasn't the real Loki, that he was going to appear from, like, elsewhere yes, behind one of... Yes, me I was like, he's doing his, like, yeah. multiple dealies. But I was also like, this isn't going to go well because it's minute 30. Oh, my God. I oh, forgot. my God, Megan, switch the movie. I cannot fucking handle <laughs> Affleck in my face. I forgot he was Please, God. I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. Please, God. So, we, I turn on... Usually when we're recording, I turn on, like, a bad movie just because it's funny. We can, like, get distracted by things. Oh, here's another bad movie, but there's no Ben Affleck. The one that was on, was on uh, he's just not that into you and Kelsey was talking about how much she hates Bradley Cooper in this movie. Fair. Mm-hmm. Because he like somehow makes Jennifer Connelly undesirable. Oh he's such a piece of shit. Uh, and then she looks up at the screen and there's Bradley Cooper and Ben Affleck. Oh it's a fucking vortex. <laughs> anyway so okay. Okay so I knew that it wasn't gonna go well because it was like it's the first 30 seconds of yeah, the and so He's lo- not gonna kill Thanos because we're here for the next two hours and 37 yes, minutes. So, like. <laughs> so Loki dies. Trying yes. to save Thor. Heimdall dies. also dies. That was the first one where I was like, damn. And, like, they're, they're he's not coming back. No. They're, they are not coming back. Not There's... that Idris was, like, a crazy huge part of the film. No, but he was, but, but he was, but he was a very, uh, but, but Heimdall as, like, uh, 
partner to Thor yeah. in certain respects. It was a fairly significant character. And a connection to yeah. his homeland yes. and everything he's lost. It was, yeah, and a, so, a big loss. Yeah, and so then Thor has this, like, realization, ultimately, mm-hmm. that he's it. And he has nothing to lose because he's lost everything. Yeah. Poor Thor. And, uh... We'll talk about him in a little bit, I guess. So, I thought, the, I thought, what I want to say, like, what I thought was really cool about the movie was how it started, like, right away after Ragnarok ended. Yeah, immediately. Because, like, at the end of Ragnarok, they're looking out of the, the like, window of the ship, and the, all of a sudden, obviously, Thanos' ship is, like, right there. We don't yeah. see it, but, like, there it is. And then this movie opens with, like, the aftermath of a fight. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking bodies everywhere. Like, seriously, Thor cannot catch a break. No. At all. No. Feeling quite bad for him. Yeah, he was, uh... And so they just picked it up right where Thor 3 left off. And so, like, the world building through all of these movies from Iron Man until right now is incredible. It is. And just, like, those threads through... I would like to... Maybe over your final exams, I'll make a... Like, a serial killer chart on my whiteboard <laughs> while I'm looking for something to do. With some red twine. Yeah, yeah and just, like, um figure out like all of the little nods to each like other movies that are coming ahead in the in the franchise and that have already passed in mm-hmm. each one because like there's some incredible stuff there is okay my comment was because we saw this in avx 3d i thought this first scene looked awful i did too it looked very and pink. i was just like whoa the amount of green screen stuff that yeah, they did on this one was really bad and really cheap yeah. And I'm curious if that's because we're in 3D or I not. think the answer to that is go see it again. Yes, in, 100%. Without the 3D. Yeah. I think is the is the idea cuz I would like to watch it again. Now that I've seen it and I know what's coming, I mm-hmm. I would like to just watch it again and sort of figure out you know, what's see the, some yeah. of the nods to it. Um so they killed Thor. And they killed, not Thor, they killed Loki and they killed Heimdall, like, right off the hop. Uh-huh. And Thor is just, like, adrift. And I was like, they're not fucking around. Not even a little bit. I felt zero for Loki. No, that didn't, but I was, I was kind of surprised that they did it so soon, because I figured that, like, eventually he was gonna die, yeah. but I didn't, it didn't make me sad. No, but as, you're right, and I was also like, what purpose could he possibly serve moving forward? Yeah. Not much. No. No. He's not really that useful ever. No, unless he's like stealing the fucking. See if he just left the goddamn tesseract in the vault on Asgard. I know he's such a piece of shit. If he had just left it, then when they destroyed Asgard, it would have been destroyed. No problem. And maybe if they would have left the fucking reality stone in the vault on Asgard as well, instead of taking it to the goddamn collector. I know. Because wasn't it on Asgard? Like I'm pretty sure they had it there, and then they, they took it. Took it to him for safekeeping. Yeah, but I think just... it's smart that they wanted to like spread them out. Oh, yeah, but... Oh, yeah, because I guess... Yeah, they would have had the two then, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And that's, as we've seen, not great. I know, but I'm just saying, if they had just left To have two one, in one location. Not good. Eh, not good. Um, so, the premise of the of the film, if you are unaware or didn't understand it when you watched it... I don't know, like, I'm not sure. So, is that Thanos wants to destroy half of the universe. Uh, yes. Not all of it. Just half. And that's a really interesting notion. It is. Because he has this sense of morality to him where he sees everyone, no matter what, you know, being or race is being fundamentally exploitive. 
Yes. And there's not enough resources available. Yeah. It creates conflict when there's not enough resources available. So his really perverted idea of utopia is eliminate half the population everywhere. So he's kind of a socialist in a, well, in a respect. <laughs> no, he is though, right? Like that idea that like there's not enough to go around. Mm-hmm. And the, prob- the, the problem can't be solved by making more stuff. So there needs to be fewer people. Mm-hmm. So that everybody has what they need. It's kind of like his idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been set up like in Guardians in the first one when you met um, Drax and you sort of learned what his deal was and how he wanted to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we find out that um, Gamora is um, Thanos' daughter, sort of. Adopted daughter. Yeah. And we find out that story in this one. Um, That's another storyline where I felt nothing. I mean, it it kind of, like, served some man pain, which bothered me. Yeah. More than anything. For sure. Um, and so, yeah, so he's got, so he's running around collecting the Infinity Stones, mm-hmm. of which we know there are six. There's the Tesseract, mm-hmm. and then the Aether from Thor 2, which is the Reality Stone, and the Mind Stone that's in Vision's head, mm-hmm. which is the biggest one, and I always forget that, that it was, like, a lot larger than... It looks tiny on his head, though. Yeah. Well, no, but when they pulled it out, yeah. it was, like, large. a large stone, yeah. Um, and then there's a time stone from Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And what else is there? Soul stone. The soul stone, which was a very interesting one. And then there's, like, whatever the purple one is that from he Guardians. He already has, yeah. That he already had. So he has this, like, glove forged by Peter Dinklage, which, like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> that was kind of amazing. I could not fucking handle it. <laughs> so, I was So he goes like this basically like this like this like the forge of the universe ultimately and then yeah. like I don't know the forge is like operated by They're star. called dwarves, yeah. Yes. And and so that's where Thor's hammer was forged and so he needed something else. Mm-hmm. Um and so he had to go back there and then we found out that of course Thanos had, had his like his infinity gauntlet made there because he can't actually hold all of the stones Mm -hmm. so he has this like metal glove to put them in Mm -hmm. um and it's kind of cool i suppose it's pretty gaudy it's pretty gaudy and i think that's maybe part of it yeah um and so as he's collecting the stones he gets more more powerful and and sort of you can see it coming and then at the end of course he does collect the sixth one and then Mm -hmm. shit happens shit happens we'll get there um but peter dinklage is a small person yes and he was playing a giant mm-hmm. because he was like three times the size of Thor. Oh, more than that, I think. And, and I couldn't. I couldn't fucking handle it. I couldn't. I couldn't fucking handle it. Every time he said or did anything, I was lost. Because they lowered his voice. And they did. And he's doing his awful British accent yeah. that he cannot do, Peter. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you are not good at that. That's true. And it was so absurd. It was a great cameo. Yeah, it was good. And it was funny, too, because I kept thinking... My problem with it, I kept thinking about him from Elf. <laughs> when he's, like, running across the table. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just... I was like, oh, I can't do this. Um, so, the, the, the Thor story, like, he's lost. He's adrift, ultimately. And then he winds his way through space, and he ends up, like, landing on, like, the windshield of the Guardian ship. 
And that was maybe some of the best comedy in the yeah. movie. It was because Rocket's so... like wipers, wipers. <laughs> so funny. So he had, they they bring him inside and they figure out that he's um, probably still alive. So he's laying there and. Everyone is just enthralled by him, Drax included. Oh, for sure. Uh, except for Peter Quill. Peter Quill, no. not amused. Immediately defensive. Uh, immediately. Knows yeah. that Thor is infinitely better than I was than going to him. say he knows that he is the fourth on that list of Chris's. Like, <laughs> he just knows. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so, Drax has... Oh like, my god, imagine if fucking Chris Pine from Wonder Woman showed up in this movie. Oh yeah, like... Peter Quill would have just, like, committed suicide and been yeah. like, I can't compete with these 100%. men. I was thinking about in the, the scenes where um, Quill and Thor were, like, talking to one another, I was imagining that as Chris Pine instead, and it was just much better. <laughs> that is an improvement. Um, so, <laughs> that, that that line from Drax, when he when Thor is lying there in a coma, ultimately unconscious, yeah. um, and Drax says, it's like a pirate and an angel had a baby. <laughs> Because <laughs> he says when Thor has his eye patch, just of course. got his eye patch. Oh god, it's just, just got his eye patch. So good, it's Puck. so funny. Every second of that is amazing. And 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 Gamora's like you know checking to see if he's got a pulse or whatever she's doing, and she's like she's like doing the Peggy, in, yeah. uh, from Cap, and I was like yeah you you do that hundred percent. And even Groot is like mildly intrigued by this. The best fucking. Surprise was Thor speaking Groot. Yes, <laughs> and he's, as an elective, as an elective in school. <laughs> Amazing! Oh, it was so funny. Oh. And not knowing that Rocket was a raccoon, but I kept calling him Rabbit, Rabbit instead, was just like oh. And Rocket so just is like, well, he's a fucking pirate angel. What am I? Yeah, <laughs> like it was so good. It was so. so oh, that so was good. great. Um, and so they meet up, and that's the first kind of like meet up between any of these, like, competing worlds, ultimately. Yeah. And then you have... WC, yeah. And then Thor and Rocket and Groot go away mm-hmm. to uh, find a weapon, ultimately. Mm-hmm. And then Quill and everyone else, they, they do their own thing. And they end to up find the collector. To yeah. find the collector, and they find that the collector has been um, compromised. Yeah. And that's... that's um, saying it lightly. My question yeah. for you is, what do you think about Teen Groot? I thought he was really funny playing that video game. I just, like, all of it was so good. Such a great nod to, like, just teenagers in general. Yeah, for sure. And, like, and doing, and, like, that voice, his voice and the attitude and the sass was just, like, oh, it was so good. And just, like, always looking down. Yeah. Not engaged with his environment. His posture and, like, yeah. oh, yeah, he was very, he was very much a teenager. Yeah, that was super was funny. really, really good. And I loved how everybody was just trying to parent him and just failing so yeah. hard. And then Just Thor comes along yeah. and, like, gives him a little, like, something to, like, aspire to, I guess. I don't know. Because then when he's <laughs> we with... We all aspire to be Thor. Because then when he's with Thor, he, like, does something useful. It's, like, the only useful thing That's that he true. does in the whole in the whole movie. Um, yeah. Was, oh, God. It was so good. But, yeah, that him being, like, oh, yeah, I studied it in school. Yeah. I liked it. I was just like, are you fucking kidding so me? So we knew that Chris Hemsworth had, like, some good comedic timing from uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. I would venture that this movie was funnier than Ragnarok. Yeah, you did say that before. I think it is. And I think part of it is because the comedy is, like, juxtaposed with mm-hmm. all of the darkness in this movie. And I think that, yes. that that makes it feel, those moments make it feel so much more. But also the comedy in this movie, like, in Ragnarok, he's the funny one. He's so funny. In this one, he's a straight man. 
He he's really just is. being Thor. Yeah. And everybody's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's good. Like, it's 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 a strange personality term, but also, like, he's lost everybody and yes. everything. So he's, he's not really, yeah. he's not really feeling it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's and, doing his best. And so, um, the, the, the thing that, uh, that then brings this world back together, so we've got, like, Quill and Gamora and Drax are, like, looking for the Collector, and then they end up going to Titan, which is Thanos' planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Thor and Groot and Rocket, um, looking for a weapon, which Groot ends up making the handle for the axe mm-hmm. out of himself. Which that was, was quite cute. Really cool. That was really cute. Um, we also had, the Hulk was on the ship with Thor at the very beginning, and Heimdall's last act was to send yeah. Hulk back to Earth on the Bifrost. But also, if he could do that, why didn't he send Thor too? I think because he thought Thor could look after himself. Because mm-hmm. he's immortal. <laughs> More or less. Uh, I think that was probably the the okay, idea. Fair. Um, but to send Hulk back. Um, and so Hulk then ends up miraculously crashing into the roof of the Sanctum. Is that what it's called? Yeah. From Doctor Strange, the one that's in New York City. And uh, Iron Man happens to be there. It's all very confusing. It's, it's very all very coincidental. Very convenient, yes. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed the like Iron Man and Doctor Strange, like, being paired up, ultimately. Because they're just, they're just dickheads. Douchebags. Yeah. And, like, they, they really should have just, like, whipped their dicks out and been like, okay, let's go right now. Yeah. And f- the funniest part about all of that was at one point when they were, like, on the ship or whatever, and they were standing, like, nose to nose, and I was like, Robert Downey Jr. is five foot eight. Like, I couldn't... That's what I noticed with Pratt and Hemsworth as well. Their heights on the ship changed dramatically. Yeah. When they're, like, separated, Hemsworth is extremely tall mm-hmm. and then when they're nose to nose they're nose Pratt to nose, is right yeah. nose to, and yeah. I was just like come on I think Chris Pratt's like six feet tall but Hemsworth is, is like six three. He's yeah huge. yeah there's, there's a there's a big difference um so I enjoyed that they had like Doctor Strange and, and Iron Man paired up yeah because like these two just raging douchebags working together mm-hmm. and then Peter Parker ends up with them oh Peter and when he introduces himself to Doctor Strange he's like I am Peter and then he's like Doctor Strange is like, I'm Doctor Strange. <laughs> he's like, oh, we're using fake names? I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> like, it was just, like, things like that were just so funny. Oh, you fucking crush those impressions, Megan. <laughs> like, wow. I do my best, but I do it again. <laughs> That's why they came in the big blacks. Um, so they had all these, like, really interesting, um, like, interwoven storylines, which I thought, would, like, obviously they had to, because they have to bring everybody together, together as yeah. best they can. And I'm usually really bothered by title cards that tell me a place because I get really fucking mad. I'm like, of course it's goddamn fucking London. You know how yeah. I know? Because... I can see it. Yeah. There's I can a see tower the eye. in the London Eye. Thanks. Oh, wait. It's Paris? I didn't know from the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Um, but these ones were good. These ones... Well, they were good and it mattered and I noticed there was like... I'd have to go back and watch it again but there were like some subtle distinctions in like coloring and stuff in the different and places yeah, and, and yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. So you kind of get the idea when you go back yeah. and forth between places like that things are shifting and here's the storyline that you're going to see. Because usually, like, this is a big cast. It's huge. It's gigantic. Mm-hmm. And they managed to, like, weave it together really well. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel at any point in time, like, there was, like, a, a weird editing misstep where they, like... No, me All either. of the narratives worked out really well together, which I thought was... I found that the final scenes in Wakanda, there was some jumpiness there. Where I didn't quite know where the characters were. Right. 
and how they got there. Like, all of a sudden, Cap's like, everybody on me. And I'm just like, well, where are you? Yeah. You were at the dome before, and now you're in this forested area. Like, there was yeah. some stuff there where yeah. it was like, you trim some shit to yeah. make this under three hours. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, fair enough, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so th- I thought that was really interesting, like, just having going back and forth between these storylines. You bring these characters from these movies that, like, mm-hmm. have never encountered each other before into yeah. that world, which I thought was good. Does Thor call them, like, the morons? Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, I was trying to think of the word. Yeah. Of the guardians. That was really funny. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like... Again, Thor is a superior being. Like, let's just... 100%. Yeah. 100% he is. But also, like, in terms of everyone on that crew, Star-Lord's the least Good. Oh, he's the worst. He is the worst. Like, Drax is very, like, dry and whatever, but he's efficient at what he does, and he's very single-minded in his purpose. Yeah. Uh, Gamora is very, like, wily. Yes, and intuitive. And, and incredibly and... intelligent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Rocket is also super smart. And Groot, you don't get a sense, really, because of the way that the character is, but... but in a clutch situation. Comes, comes through. Comes through. I mean, Groot is only a teenager because Groot sacrificed himself in the first Guardians to save yeah. all of his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sacrificed his arm in this one to make, like, you know, in a, you're right, in a clutch situation. He's there. Groot does what Groot has to do. Star-Lord fucks everything up. Everything. In this movie especially fucks everything up. Yeah, and so it was fitting that they also ended up on Titan with Iron Man and Doctor Strange. Yeah. So it was the three biggest douchebags in the Marvel Universe altogether. And all they're fucking doing is just dick measuring. Yeah. And Peter Parker's, like, genuinely wanting to help. Yeah. And he's just adorable. He is. He's really cute. Oh, Peter. He's um, so pure. He really... And he, well, he's just a child. He's, like, a freshman in high school. I know. Um, his scene, how he got into the action, when they saw, like, the ship descending on New York City, and he's, like, on the bus on this field trip on the bridge, yeah. and he, like, taps his friend on the shoulder. He's, like, create a distraction. And his buddy's, like, we're all gonna die! Just like, okay, done. <laughs> Which Good is job. true. Um, very true, yeah. And so yeah. then he gets off and ends up in space. Yeah, I'm gonna come back to that later. Once we get to the end. Okay. Even though all we're doing is a plot recap. (laughs) It doesn't, it doesn't, I don't know what else to do. Um, and so... so We, we need to fast forward. How did you feel about the vision and what's-her-face? Hated it. Wanda. Hated it. Why? Well, just didn't buy it. Also, Paul Bettany's, like, 25 years older than her, and I was uncomfortable. Okay. And I mean, they alluded to it in Ultron, though they did. But I, or no, it, not Ultron, Civil War. They yes, alluded Civil to it in, in Civil, Civil War. War that that was. Yeah, but it was also just like it felt like it was a a parent-child relationship. Okay, how he was like protecting her. Okay. So when I was like, "Oh, you guys have been banging," this is uncomfortable for okay. me. More or less uncomfortable than Cap being attracted to Peggy's great niece. No, that's fine. Okay. Is it? Well, they're both humans. Well, is Cap a human? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's otherworldly in many He's areas. <laughs> so otherworldly. I'm talking about that one in just a second. That scene was really great. So the trailer, I remember seeing the trailer, and when we went to see Star Wars, this is the first time I saw it on the big screen, and um, you hear... T'Challa saying, like, get this man a shield, and yes. he caps up some of the shadows. So the, the trailer was, like, cut very differently then. And I was thinking about that. I want to go back and watch the trailer because yeah. I swear the background for Chala yeah. is different in the actual film. Maybe it is. Yeah, we'll do that when we're, when we're done here. So that was really good. 
Because um, it makes it seem like they're in the same room together when they absolutely are not in the yes. film. Um, but he does say, get the Spanish shield. Yes, shields. but it's not in that scene. In a very different context, no. yeah. So, and I was a little bit disappointed that that's not how... Because that, that moment in the trailer was, like... So good. The greatest movie trailer moment but I think also, I've ever seen. we did not keep our shit together during the film. Oh, not at all! <laughs> not at all! So, Chris... So, so, Wanda and Vision are, like, running away from Thanos's thugs, basically. Yeah. Um, and... They're in Scotland. They've escaped, like, to Scotland, and they've, like, not been on anyone's radar. No one knows where they are, and that's fine. Except for certain people. Except for certain people. But no one, you know, nobody back at, like, Avengers HQ knows where they are, um, because, of course, the people that know where they are aren't part of the Avengers anymore. Yes. Because of the whole thing. Um, And they're, like, about to be defeated, ultimately, and then everything kind of stops and gets a little quiet. And then you, the train's going by, and there's, like, a person just standing on the other side of the tracks. And I was like, is this what I've been waiting for? And it was! <laughs> oh, my God. So And we squealed. We did, yes. There were four of us, and we were all just like, oh. ah, It was great. It was so great. It was that, and then it was, like... It was poor Kelsey. It was, like, same between Reba and I, and we were both just like, ah! Oh, I was, too. I was just oh. like, it's yeah, and that it was just Cap with that beard. I don't know what it is. Like, I'm not a huge Captain America fan, just generally. The character itself is kind of like blase. Yeah, he's kind of Superman esque in a lot of ways. That like in a way he always does the the right, the right thing, thing and the good thing, or whatever. But that beard, I was just like, well, okay, all right, I'll take it. You'll take it. Yeah, we t- after you left, um, we were talking about it afterwards, uh, Raven, Jill, and I, and she was like, I mean, I wouldn't kick him out of bed, but he's not my favorite character. And I was like, yeah, but nobody would kick him out of bed. I really like Cap. I didn't before. Like, the, I, the, the first, first couple, movie? No, I didn't like him. So boring. I was just like, yeah. what's his problem? Yeah. Like, he has everything. There's no conflict. Yeah. But was a little bit perturbed that his highlights in this film are better than mine. <laughs> yeah, he is... Um, Looks great. He is, a, he is a specimen. Yes. And, like, the... Widow also looks fucking great oh, and blonde. Yeah. The, the inferiority of Peter Quill... Is like highlighted oh, God. again once Cap is introduced yeah. into the film, and you're like, "Oh right, yeah, you are the inferior, Chris." A hundred percent, like truly, truly powerfully inferior. Yeah, um, but that was and that was good. So like, then you had like Falcon and and Cap and um, Widow, Widow joining Wanda and Vision. Then they go back to Avengers HQ, mm-hmm. and Rhodey's there, kind of like holding down the fort. Yeah, because Tony's like off. Missing, ultimately. In space. In space, with Peter. Poor Peter. <laughs> Poor Aunt May. Oh my god, totally. Because, <laughs> like, I just... Well? Yeah. Well? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that just... You know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but that just dawned on me. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, so having, like, all of those those characters, like, come together in the ways that they do, I think is useful. Yeah. Because you can't have all 60 of them. In the same place. No. And then especially when Thor, like, achieves his goal and he gets a weapon made and he just fucking transports down God to Earth. God damn, his re-entry into Earth was so badass. amazing. Because we learned in Ragnarok, obviously, that he, like, learned how to harness his actual power and it yeah. wasn't from his... He's truly the god of yeah, thunder Yeah, it now. wasn't from his hammer. And I was just like... How could he just not fucking wipe out everybody? I know. Like, he, he did is, a pretty damn good he job. He did. He is truly amazingly powerful and he was and yet he was busted by thanos yeah well what thanos said to him also so 
thinking. Yes. But he was bested by Thanos, yeah. right? And so, like, that tells you sort of how powerful Thanos is. Yeah, true. Um, except Thanos isn't all that powerful if he doesn't have the gauntlet. No. Right? And that's what they were trying to stop, and they almost did. Oh my god, it was so funny. Fucking Peter Quill. Um, but just just before we leave that, and maybe talk about that, fucking Thor coming down to Earth is like, me and my friends, a tree and a fucking rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, he's just, oh. yeah. Oh, so good. And, and Rocket's just like, yeah, I'm a rabbit now. Like, I'm He's this like, pirate angel has said I'm a rabbit, so yeah. I'm just But then I was rabbit. thinking, is Groot's actual name in Groot Tree? Because if Thor calls him that, and Thor speaks Groot's language... Oh, maybe. It must be. Maybe. That's a... Maybe. I That never crossed my mind, but I like the idea. Mm-hmm. It's possible. And what if Groot thinks that Rocket's name is Rabbit? Maybe. And that's where he got that from. Oh, Maybe. Maybe. I just imagine them having, like, wild conversations that yeah. they just want to hear. And, and Rocket's just pissed off because he doesn't understand all of it. It's like, he gets some of it. He's yeah. like he's like me listening to people speak French. He gets, like, yeah. the basic stuff, but, like, the nuances and, like, the, the idioms. He's just, like, lost no. and no, doesn't get no. them at all. Um, yeah. So the Wakanda stuff was great. It was. It was really good. Yeah. Um... I think Shuri will be back. I feel like she will be. We didn't see. We didn't see. At the end. If she, oh my god. So there was a lot of allusions to, in the the movie itself, before we talk about this, but like how Thanos wants to just like snap his fingers and that will eliminate half of the universe. And he basically like, he does the thing that all villains do. He like basically tell like telegraphs exactly what he's going he to monologues. do. He monologues. He monologues And that was fun. And that was fun. It, for this, it didn't bother me at all. No. Because like, he wanted to, he said that once he had like, achieved his goal he wanted to like see the sunrise and he did and he did um and he was like at peace yes and healed yeah so there's a there's a there's something in in that character that i think is very interesting because like you don't get that from villains a lot where you where you like feel like a sense of fulfillment yeah because mm-hmm. you always feel like with, with villains like like loki for example through all of this that he always wanted more yeah. like he could have just left the fucking Tesseract in the vault. <laughs> but he's but he, a greedy but he, Exactly. But he yeah. sees it and he's like, oh, I could probably make some money off of this. You know, and so he takes it and then all of a sudden this happens. Um, so is, okay, so is Thanos the actual most competent villain of all time? Like he truly succeeds. Has that happened before? I think think not maybe not that hasn't maybe happened i think you could make a case saying that the joker in the nolan mm. trilogy would have yeah because he made harvey into a yes a villain and which kind of was his point yeah and and they, then of course they were supposed to do more with him and then they couldn't obviously and so not not knowing what that like third yeah. story was going to be I mean, Batman obviously would have won. Just like the Avengers are obviously going to win in the end. But, but to huge this losses. Point, oh, yes. Devastating yes. losses. And to this point, Thanos has achieved his mm-hmm. objective. His objective. Um, I did not expect it. I didn't know either. No. Like, I, I expected many people to die. So when he got the But soul- I thought it was going to be in the effort of them being yes. successful. So but when, it's not. It's out of their hands. When he got the soul stone. Yeah. 
Uh, that was the one that was really interesting to me because that's one that's never really been talked about. The other ones you've seen like snippets of in, in the Mind Stone and yeah, yeah. whatever, but the Soul Stone is the one that hasn't been like talked about. And this is, I think, really the first time in any of the movies that it's been like explained in any way, um, except for when Gamora says to her sister, "Like I found the map mm-hmm. to the Soul Stone. I just and it burns it. her, yeah, which is probably good that she had done so. Um, so." The process of getting the soul stone involves a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And the person who wants the soul stone has to sacrifice something they love. Mm-hmm. Or someone they love, I guess. And Gamora falsely believes that Thanos doesn't love anyone. But he still loves her. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, throws her off this cliff. Yeah. And it reminded me a lot of um, Jean Valjean and Les Mis, Without the, like, awkward hit on the edge of the fountain to, like, break his back. But yeah, she's just like, and yeah. she's dead. Oh, you mean Javert? Yeah, oh yeah, Javert, yeah. Yeah. It, but yeah, and she's just dead, and that's the end of it. That one was... It was. I, it didn't really affect me, but I was shocked. I was shocked. I was 100% shocked. You're right. Yeah. That's the great word for it. And again, thanks Peter Quill for allowing this to happen, because you fucked it all up. Yep. Yeah, oh you absolutely. You didn't follow her instructions. No. At all. No, she asked him to kill her. Yeah. If... If Thanos he gets caught her. her. Yeah. And because she knew where the soul stone was, and she knew she knew, and he, she didn't tell him what why, she just said, yeah. you have to kill me, and he didn't do it. What happened to her sister? She's still Nebula. I'm pretty sure she's she still around. Yeah. Because she showed up with... She showed up on Titan as well. Was she on Titan? Yeah. Because that's where she wanted to go. After they, like, put her back together. Right. So she's on Titan with Peter and Yeah. And she's just like oh yeah, she fucking crashes the yeah. thing into them, right? Yeah, because okay. she wants to kill Thanos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was just like so I, I thought think... I thought she was with Drax and them on the ship, no, but she wasn't. No, she was no, she came in afterwards. Um so yeah, you have all these all these stories that are like really well put together. Yeah. And these di- and really interesting personality combinations. Um Hawkeye and Ant Man aren't in this one. No. Because of their the excuses because of their families. And I know well, they're gonna be in And they are like under arrest. They're under house arrest because they they yeah. were like, We can't do this anymore. This puts too much risk on our families. Yeah. Um and, and they're going to be in the next one. They're not, not gonna be there. But no. that was part of the that was part of part of the story is that they're not around. Mm-hmm. Um but like Ant Man and the Wasp are gonna be around in a movie in the summer. So like Yeah. Yeah. So the idea is that they're they'll be but we also don't know the timeline of no that one's supposed to be right after civil war yeah so this the the, we don't know for sure but like the idea is that they're probably going to have to come out of hiding because otherwise they wouldn't have made such a big deal of it yeah deal of it i I would guess anyway um so you have all these characters and all these big personalities and then when you have um cap and everybody show up in wakanda because they know that that's where they need to go Mm mm-hmm um, and going into Wakanda that time was just as cool as, like, the first time. I know, I was so jazzed. Yeah, it was great. I was like, yes! And it, when it, they it, hit the music cue, I was like, fuck, yeah. And it's only Wakanda. been, it's only been, like, what, a month? Like, it hasn't even been that long Two. since, like, you know, and, yeah, you know, and I'm just like, yes, this place is great! Oh, it's so good. So good. Get more Shuri. Oh, loved yeah. it. And so they took, because they needed Vision, they needed to extract the Mind Stone from Vision so that, um, Wanda could destroy it with her powers. Yeah. Seems reasonable. Doesn't work out. Came I close. Think it does. They <laughs> came it close. They did. They almost got the stone out of his head before 
Thanos shows up. Thanos shows up. Yeah. But what was really interesting to me is, like, while Shuri's, like, working at, like, you know, picking apart this, like, neural network, as she's realizing that all of a sudden shit's going down, I feel like she figured it out. Yeah. But couldn't finish the process. Me too. And that just, and it was just the way that she, like, moved or whatever. She was panicking. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like she figured it out. She just couldn't complete. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I wonder if that's, like, a thing that now that she knows like what the molecular structure of it is if that's a thing that she's going to be able to like apply and use, apply and yeah. use to help defeat yeah possibly. Thanos in the next one um because they're gonna need something yeah so do you want to just talk about the ending we do because we we've we danced around it and there's a lot to unpack yeah so before we get there i just want to say that this film was like really well made yeah it was very well crafted Mm-hmm. The script was really good. It was well directed. It was well shot, except for the shitty three D. Except for some of the the three D stuff. And at the end, where Hulk's in the suit and he legit looks like his face is photoshopped in. Yes, like <laughs> I laughed. It was, was kind like, of funny. Bad. <laughs> but so all of that, and I think for me, the read the fact that it was as well made as it is helped to like pack that punch of that final yes. sequence even more. Yeah. So you have this big fight in Wakanda. You've got all these, like, weird alien dogs, which I don't know what they are. They don't name them. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And they've got the barrier up, um, and they're trying to protect Vision, and they realize that if they allow these things to, like, run around the back, then there's nothing... St- if they once they breach the barrier, there's nothing there, so they let them in. Mm-hmm. And then Thor shows up, and, like, it's just carnage. It's great. So good. We get all the chicks kicking ass, too. Oh, yeah. Together. Yes. That scene was great. Yeah. That was so good. Wanda comes too. Yeah. She great. leaves Vision's side and like, uses, like she's super powerful. But also, we find out Thanos was waiting for that moment. Yeah. For Wanda to leave. I'm yeah. just like, how does he know all of this? I don't know. Like, truly how? Well, Loki was his man on the ground, you know, for lack of a better you know, and so would, there would have been some, I'm sure, discussions of... But that's why I'm thinking, like, the time stone is even more important. Yeah. The time stone is the one they should have destroyed. Yeah. Not the mind stone. That's the one that they should have mm-hmm. tried to destroy or not give up. Yeah. Fucking Doctor Strange and his, like... Well, talk I... about, actually, let's talk about that for just a second. because so... you know what it is. Yes, and I, I, and I get it, is. but it's yes. just at the same time, it feels like it feels like a weird plot hole, because he does... It does. It's a cop-out. He, he sits there and does his, like, little thing, where he, like, sees all of these iterations, like, 14 million iterations of the of future. The future yeah. And he says there's only one in which they win. Yeah. And then he says to Tony that it has to be this way. And mm-hmm. he says this to Tony, it's, it's after, right? After Peter Parker. No. Is it after? No, because Peter's the last one. Oh, I'm pretty right. sure. It doesn't matter. Peter Parker dies. Yes. Yeah. Sort of. Ish, maybe coming we back. Don't I don't know. We don't. Um, but he but but Doctor Strange says to Tony that this is this is the only way. Yeah. Which is a fucking cop out, because if it if they have destroyed the time stone, then he the gauntlet he wouldn't have been able to have all the stones in the yeah. gauntlet. But also then he wouldn't have been able to turn back time after Wanda like destroyed yes, the mind stone. But also, Doctor Strange, maybe just fucking communicate with everyone what you saw in that one that worked. Yeah. This is what makes me crazy about when you have films that play with time like that. Yeah. Because people need to talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> in and in real things. situations, they would. Yes, that's true. Um, so yeah, he sees like his, his, all of these iterations of the future and there's only one 
of 14 million possibilities where things are going to work out. Yeah. And he says to Tony that it had to be this one. Like, mm-hmm. this is the only way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. But again, maybe just yeah. write that down. Yeah. So they make this gauntlet for him, this glove with all the stones, and he's got the last stone, and he gets, like, imbued with all of this power of having this. Yeah. And then... Gamora has, uh, before she died, she said a couple times, different times, that he was he could just destroy the universe. Half the universe. Not the universe. Half the universe. Just a snap of his fingers. And she mentions that twice. Mm-hmm. And then that's all he does. It's a literal snap it's of It's actually, fingers. with the gauntlet, just snaps his fingers. Yeah. And then... And half, he disappears. And he disappears. And then everyone's like, where did he go? And then, like, Bucky disintegrates. Yeah. Just, like... Heartbreaking. Because he says, he's like, Steve, and then... Uh, Cap looks at him and he just is like yeah. vanishing. Cap goes to where he was. Was just like touches the ground. Yeah, and there's nothing there. Awful. Off. It was just and then and, and then, it got worse. It got and then it, it got, got so much worse. worse and worse. Uh, T'Challa is gone and I thought <gasps> when Okoye like grabbed his hand, I thought she was gonna. I go. thought she was the one who was gonna go and then it was him and I was just like, oh my god. And what? I was also like, I don't know which one I hate more. Like, both of them are so fucking great. Uh, uh, no, the one I hated the most is Peter. Peter no, Parker, I know, but one. I mean between <laughs> yeah. Okoye and... But then Wanda Tony. disappears. Wanda does, yeah. So, the, basically, the original Avengers are still around. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, technically, yes. Yeah, the original the original Avengers are all still around after yeah. everyone disintegrates. But, like, at the, the battlefield, like, with the Jabari, all the they're Guardians all there. Gone. They're all... Everyone's well, except gone. except for Rocket. Except, yeah, Rocket is the only one. Yeah. Groot dissolves. Yeah. Quill. Quill. Drax. Gamora's already dead. Mantis. Yeah. Yeah. All gone. All gone. Crazy. Strange is gone. Do we know about Wong? Where's Wong at? I don't know. I'm not sure. I hope Wong's still alive. Did Strange disappear? Yeah. Remember? Oh, yeah. He did. Yeah. And Antonio was left all by himself. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so sad when Peter died. Like when he disappeared, I'm not ready. he's like he's like a, he's like he's like Mister Stark. I don't want to go, and I'm just like oh. I read something about that and like how he knew it was coming for him because of his spidey senses. Remember when the ship yeah. came and his hair stands yeah. up in his arm? Oh my his god! His spidey senses knew something bad was happening. Oh my god! Isn't that awful? That's terrible. And when you said, like, Aunt May, I'm just like, well, Aunt May probably fucking dissolved, too. Like, we don't know. Yeah, but, like, but also, what if she didn't? Also, can we talk about the fact that Iron Man is now on Titan? Yeah. How's he gonna get home? I, pfft, Isn't I he there, like, alone? Yeah. Or, no, Gamora's there. Or, not Gamora, not Nebula's there. Nebula's there. So she might be the only, I don't know how he's gonna get home. Because, like, not, like, his comms are gonna work or anything. Maybe. And his suit is barely functioning yeah. right now. Maybe. Because Thanos beat the shit out of him. Maybe Thor can find him. And he was, like, fucking stabbed. Yeah. Like, and Iron Man needs medical Falcon attention. Falcon disappeared, too. I just remembered that. And Because, okay, so last week, we talked about our predictions for, like, yeah, and we who were was going to die. We were, we were so wrong. all fucking I was wrong. like, yeah, maybe Cap will die, and then, like, Falcon will become Cap, because that's what happens in the comic. No. That is not what happened. It was literally half of the characters in this More movie. More than half. Disintegrated. And then, in the burner scene after the credits, you have uh, Maria Hill and Nick Fury driving, yep. and they get into an accident with a driverless car, Because the driver it's not driverless, dissolved. but the driver dissolved, and they're yeah. like, what? Maria, like, disintegrates. Fury's like, oh shit. 
goes and, like, pulls out this weird pager, not pager, I don't know, mm-hmm. and sends a fucking message to Captain Marvel, who we're gonna meet in a movie in March. Yeah. And then he disintegrates as well. And that's it. And that's fade to black. How dare they? Yeah. Like, it was shocking. It was so goddamn good, though. It was incredible. I feel like we're missing so much. How, how long have we been talking for? Like, 45 minutes. My notes, I made some notes for it. Would you like me to read them? This sure. is what I, this, these are my notes for it to talk about. Um, Pirate and an Angel Had a Baby. Yes. Which was so like, fucking great. So funny. I wish I would have had a notebook during the movie and yes. I thought about it beforehand, but then I left all my stuff in my car. Um, I also, like I said, I kept thinking about Chris Pine and how he'd be better than Pratt in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bearded Cap Forever. Mm-hmm. And then, my last four notes are that fucking ending though. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Like, T'Challa, no. Peter Parker, no. Like, that was so sad. That one was so sad. I cried a little tear. It was so when Peter Parker sad. Died. Like, Reva was really distraught. She really was. Peter. She really was. Although, she was very distraught at the end of The Dark Knight Rises. Like, to say she, like, sobbed at the end of it. So oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was funny. really funny. She couldn't explain it. I was like, why are you crying? It's like, over. I was like, I've already seen this movie three times. Like, it's not that sad. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but yeah, she was just, like, sobbing. Dark Knight Rises end. isn't sad at all. No, no, I know. She just, like, couldn't. It was funny. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. So, like, I, I mean, obviously, the, the, they couldn't release the title of the next one, because it's going to be super spoiler. last time we hypothesized some ideas, I said, like, resurrection. I feel like that's probably what it's going to be. But I also think it might be, like, something to do with Captain Marvel. Maybe. Maybe. Because she's apparently going to be the most powerful Avenger. Yeah. Um, but like, but how could she be like in terms of most powerful Avengers right now? I'd say Thor. Oh, uh, yeah, hands down, he is. Yeah. What he can do now is that it, he's now that he has harnessed his actual power, and, and it's not just driven more. by his. Okay, we need to talk about how quickly they abandoned the eye patch. Yeah. And I don't like that. No. No. Why not? Because I think he needs it. Don't just give him his fucking eyeball that Rocket stole from this dude. Like, it just felt cheap. It did feel cheap. Oh, maybe a little bit. But, I like, I like that it was, that, like, it was a different color. So he has, like, one, like, yeah. hazel eye and a blue eye or whatever. Ugh. So that you can tell. No, I know, but. To make him more beautiful. But then you can tell that it's not, like, <laughs> you know. But it also was just, it seemed cheap. Like, it seemed like a cop-out. Because I like that connection to his dad. Yeah, maybe. I like that him, like. He has to truly be what Asgard stands for now. And protect the universe. Which is, yeah. you know, as we find out in, in Ragnarok, what his dad decided to do after he went and dominated everyone. You yeah. know, like... Yeah. I just... <sighs> I felt a little bit disappointed by that. Yeah, it was, um... Yeah. I didn't really have very many complaints about it, though. Like, I had really high expectations. Because, they, you know, you build up this, like, big crossover mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, it could be so bad. It really could have been. Like, if this had been a DC movie, it would have been bad. It would have been awful. The DC movies are awful. Um, Except for Wonder Woman. It was so good. It was fantastic. And, like, the ending was shocking. And the theater was. was, like, dead silent. Because it's just, like, you see everyone dies. And then the Avengers are, like, in the forest in Wakanda. Like, they're just like, what the fuck do we do now? Yeah. But they're also like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, they're like, uh, like, they had no no idea. Mm -hmm. Like, no idea what to do. And then, like, it switches to Thanos. I know. 
Well, especially because like we just saw like we just yeah. saw him, and so even even Peter Parker, like Spider Man was like last year. Okay, so now we need to hypothesize here. Yeah. Obviously, the time stone is incredibly important. Yes, because he uses the time stone because Wanda succeeds in destroying the mind stone in Vision's head. Yes, she does it, and then and kills him, and kill, and then Thanos comes up. Does the thing, thing with the time stone and just yeah rewinds back and just takes a fucking stone. Yeah. So we know that that is a possibility. Yeah. But we also don't really know what the soul stone does. No, and also Thanos in his like new world. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has the gauntlet anymore. No. Well, because when he snaps his fingers. Doesn't he then go to, like, isn't it, doesn't then cut to, like, where he sees, like, Gamora as a child? And he's, like, in his little, like, dream world? Because he, t- he tells her that, like, he's done what he had sort of set out to do. And then when he's, like... Oh, is that when that happens? I think so. And then... I thought it was when he and then he's, gets the soul stone. But then he's, then he's watching... The sunrise. The sunrise. And I don't think he's got the gauntlet anymore. So what does that or mean? Or else he doesn't need it. Because he's done the thing. Yeah. But I don't know if he's someone who would give up all that power. But I want, like... I, but then that's a discussion about him as a villain. Like, yeah. Is he, like, truly satisfied? With he what he's done. Job? And it looks, to the appearance yeah. is that he is. He's just happy. Yeah, he's, he's quite pleased with himself. And, and this is what he set out to do, and he's done it. And yeah, half the universe is destroyed, and balance is restored. Which is what his goal is. Yes. Right? But... What does the soul stone do? I don't know. I feel like that's the resurrection. If it was, you know, Infinity War Part 2 soul stone, it's not going to be that. Okay, so on an article from Collider, I just, I just literally okay. typed in Infinity Soul Stone, and this, the first result is, what is the soul stone and what does it do? Perfect, read it to me. Okay, um, I also would like to say before we go on anymore is that Josh Brolin as Thanos is great. He was because really good as a and as a like a and a fully CGI villain. Like he's one hundred percent CGI. There was a couple things about his like hands that were a little bit weird. Yeah, because and his hands chin, are so like, big. Changes sizes sometimes. Um, but I know that Josh Brolin is a good enough actor, and so in whatever motion capture they did, like he did some great stuff. Even like his the way that he like was like strutting. As he's like, yeah, yeah, it was great. As someone who's a CGI villain, like we've seen a few CGI characters, like he was very, very believable. Oh, the thing we forgot to talk about was the keeper of the Soul Stone, which was like a really Let's great go. fucking reveal. Yeah, that was bonkers. Because when I heard it, I was like, I know that, vo-. and I was like, I know, I was trying to be like, I, was like, I know that voice? voice. And then when he like reveals himself, I was like, oh shit, yeah. That's a, such a crazy, like... But imagine if, like, he fucking comes back to Earth. Cap would shit a brick. Yeah. Just be like, fuck. Nothing I've done. Didn't I kill you matters. once already? Yeah. Oh, I know, I know. Like, he would shit a brick. Um, but I also don't get, like, why he's still alive. Like, even the narrative he told us, it was yeah, like, I don't know. but what? Because he doesn't even know. He's like, I woke up here. The protector of the soul stone. Oh... Okay, are you ready for this? I'm ready. 
In the comics, the Soul Gem, they're called gems, not stones, allows the user to steal, control, and alter souls, both living and dead. Perfect. The Soul Gem is also, in the comics, home to a pocket universe in which souls can be trapped. Perfect. As alluded to in Infinity War, the Soul Stone has been known to show evidence of sentience, even acting independently. When the Soul Stone collects someone's soul, it stores that soul in the stone itself, either in a pocket universe or some strange world. Fucking love it. So. Everybody's coming back. Um, so then the question they ask, of course, is, um, is this where all the people who turned into dust went to the end of Infinity War? Yes. It's certainly possible and would explain why so much screen time was devoted to this particular stone. It could also set up a visually dynamic Avengers 4 as the user of the Soul Stone has the ability to go inside the Soul World and visit those trapped inside the stone. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Okay, so let's hypothesize who goes inside the Soul World. Um, oh, and there's, there's a really good point. Of course, this also means that those characters who died of means other than the Thanos snap may indeed be lost forever, unless someone can manipulate the Time Stone enough to change the events that left Gamora, Loki, and the others truly dead. Yeah. And I think, if we're thinking about powerful beings, like, our existing one is Thor, of course. We've seen his power grow and change. But Mm -hmm. obviously, if we have the signal to Captain Marvel, Mm -hmm. I wonder what all her powers are. But don't tell me. I don't know much about her. Okay. Just that she's incredibly powerful. Just that she's incredibly powerful, yes. So who do you think who went into the soul world if that's the case? If that's I'd say what... Thor. Just because he can travel. No, to but I, okay, world. but okay, but because I don't think the people inside of it mm-hmm. can do anything. Like you're saying, like Doctor Strange from the inside of the soul world. Why not? I don't know. So can you imagine? But imagine like a planning a. Um, imagine planning like an insurrection, like from, you know what I mean. So you have inside like, a rock. Yeah, but no, but, <laughs> so, but you have like the people on Earth and whatever the yeah. the ones still alive, and then like the dead ones. Yeah. Meeting up, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm super intrigued though by the like this Captain Marvel thing and like how you know Fury messaged her, and obviously it's a special thing because it just sends it's to a her like, it's a, but but no, but it's obviously like yeah, and so she's gonna know there's some kind of distress, mm-hmm. and so I wonder if that means that she's gonna know to like go to Avengers H. Like, you know what I mean? Or get in touch with somebody because once mm-hmm. Fury's, like, unreachable. Because obviously she's going to be very important yeah. in this next one. Um, which is why I'm assuming that her movie comes out before so you can meet her and figure out who she is. And then there'll be, like, an allusion to the future. Maybe her receiving that message. And mm-hmm. then, right? Um, Interesting. Yeah, maybe Thor will go in. He might be the only one who can. I think he might be the only one who can. That man's just a man. I feel like you have to be significantly powerful. What if he turns into an ant and then goes with Thor? Like, in you know how in Pacific Rim, how, like, yeah. to get through the breach, they have to, like, have the genetic code of the kaiju? It's no, like actually, but you, sure. You haven't seen Pacific Rim? Yeah, but, like, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, so to get through the, the breach, <laughs> to, like, to destroy it with the nuke, they had to have, like, the genetic... They could... That's why they couldn't get through, by, like, dropping, you know, or putting, like submarines down they couldn't do it because they didn't have like the genetic code of the kaiju mm. so maybe something like that and like ant-man could go and mm. i don't know but yeah probably thor i would assume so does that mean in the next one are these guys gonna die like the ones whose contracts are up or are they just gonna like fade away into the sunset 
based on how this movie went, now I'm thinking fade away into the sunset. Because all of the living people now, mm-hmm. it would be awful if they brought everyone back to life mm-hmm. and then died. Yeah. Like, that would be truly, truly awful. Unless you're going to punch me so hard. No. The trade is one for one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So they bring back... <laughs> So they bring back, you know, T'Challa at the cost of Cap. Fuck. I'm sorry, but that's not a bargain I'm willing to make. But would they do that also? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is um, Valkyrie in? I think she's supposed to be. Mm. But don't... She wasn't in this one. No. No. But so... Because she was on the ship yeah. with him. But, but then they he says he half said, of He said half. He did, Where's the other peeps? And that's exactly... So I'm... My guess would be that she took people. Yeah. And they evacuated as much as they could before. Yeah. And so Thor, Heimdall, Loki, whatever, stayed to, like... Fight. Yeah. Fight. And she probably... And because Korg isn't there. And then his body wasn't... Noticeable. Was, yeah. Or whatever. So, um... There's a lot of questions. What's her name? Tessa Thompson? Is that yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to look up her... Uh... IMDb? Yeah. See what you got? <laughs> that's, that's way easier than like... Yeah, trying to find a cast for Untitled Avengers 2. Yeah. Okay, so when are they... Do you think are they actually going to release the title? I'm gonna because s- it used to be part one and part two. Yeah, they said Infinity, Infinity War part one and two, but then I think... Yeah, I don't know. Um, it doesn't say that she's in the next one yet mm. but I'm also I'll look something else up here um it also could be I'm one of sure. those cameo situations though and they shot them back to back right uh, yeah I'm pretty yeah. sure that they're done um I'm pretty sure that they're done filming all of them fuck then why not just release the next one next month like <laughs> how dare you uh yeah I don't know so they have added for the cast for the next one. Um, Are these spoilers? No, not really. But they've added Jeremy Renner and Evangeline Lilly mm-hmm. and John Favreau mm-hmm. and Paul Rudd mm-hmm. and Brie Larson mm-hmm. to I the cast. All of those, yeah. yeah, so like that's clearly. But they also have like the names of a bunch of people who died in there. In, yeah. Yes. So like. All but that's I people. think to avoid spoilers for this. Possibly. One. Possibly. And I'm sure they start out the film by re-showing you what happened at the end of the first one. Um, yeah. P.S. This is Mantis in real life. What? Yeah. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah, she's born in Quebec. She is? Yeah. Palm Clementif? Yeah. Wow. Because I was like, who is this person? I clicked the name and I was like, oh. It's not okay. Cool. Wow. Um. So yeah, I oh, don't know. She's had a very sad life. So I don't know what's gonna happen in oh this next God. movie, but this one was so good, and I want to see it again, like immediately. Yeah, it was. It was an experience, and at no point was like. I thinking this is boring. Actually, no, that's a lie. I did think that 
Vision and Wanda together was incredibly boring and I didn't care. That was the only part. Yeah, I didn't really... But it's just a device for later. Yeah. Essentially. When I didn't, I didn't think they had... I also noticed that, like, Wanda's accent disappeared. Yeah. Like, in a big way. It does. In that she didn't have one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was bad. Um, but her accent was bad before, anyway, so I guess maybe it didn't matter. No, I just... Yeah, it was good. It was something else. So I said, Riva and I were talking about it afterwards, and I said to her, I was like, here's what I want to have happen. I was like, at the very end of this one, I was like, I would like them to use the time stone to go back to, like, before Iron Man. And, like, do the last thing, be like, it was all a dream, and just, like, that's the end. And then you have, like, two, then you have, like, Tony and, I don't know, fucking someone walk by each other on the street. And, mm. like, there's that recognition, but they don't know why, because they've never actually met. Mm. That would be incredible. Can you imagine, like, just, you know, take this, everything that's happened this entire world? Yeah. And then, like... But there's been good stuff that's happened. Yeah. But a lot of bad stuff. A lot of bad stuff. A lot of bad stuff. Poor Thor. I know. He's lost everything. Like... And he knows that, right? That's the thing. He knows he's lost everything. And so he's got nothing to lose. And he's He's, just fucking going ham. He's very, like, much like Drax. Yeah, totally. In that respect, where he's where totally. he he doesn't have anything to lose, and he knows he has nothing to lose, so he's like, yeah, fuck it. Mm-hmm. See what happens. The amount of times in this film the Guardians fuck things up. like I think that's part of their... Charm? Charm, though, is <sighs> that they're, they kind of fail into things. I guess so. Right? Like, I think, and I think that... Um, I think that that's part of their... Like, Did you also thing. think that... A stone was in that red knife. Yes. That's where I thought this whole stone was for a long time. Absolutely. Because I was like, why are they spending so much time on this? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was one one of the... But I guess the key was that it was her. It wasn't so much the knife itself, but that it was... Mm -hmm. That it was her. I wonder if Thanos knew before Nebula had, like... I don't think so. Spilled the beans. I don't think so. Because I think that's also why he's so sad, is because he's he feels betrayed. But also, like, you fucking tortured her. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. That was also really interesting, too, that, like, Nebula and, like, Gamora, you know, Gamora, who fought her sister, mm-hmm. almost to the death, couldn't bear to see her tortured. And, Lo- and, and Loki couldn't bear to see Thor mm-hmm. tortured. And there was that really interesting, like, sibling yeah. rivalry that didn't exist anymore. I'd say um, interesting and fucked up. But but the fact that these characters who, in previous iterations, have been like, yeah, fuck it, it's, we're not related, or, or, you know, you're not really my sister, you're not really my brother, or yeah. I don't care anything about you, all of a sudden they're Go like... Go die, yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden they're like, oh, I can't let you die. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's... There's been some really interesting, like, evolution of character arcs. For sure. Um, <laughs> like Loki is... Banner not being able to Hulk. Yeah, that's super fascinating. Yeah. So, because, like, yeah, that was really interesting. Because, like, in the... Even in Thor, in the last one, but, like, you, you've sort of... when at the, at the end of Avengers, right, when he comes back and he's like, that's my secret, I'm always angry. And he just, like, turns into the Hulk. But obviously, over time, he's learned to, like... Control. Control it and separate those two things. And, yeah, not being able to Hulk out. But he, but he's now bipolar because he has this like other personality that he talks to that yeah. he talks to. But even in Ragnarok, he was afraid of turning into Hulk yes. because he wouldn't be able to turn back again. Yeah, because it was too strong. Yeah, 
And so now, now I'm curious yeah. about what they're trying to say about him now. I'm not sure. Um, I also appreciated that they had just that little tiny nod to that weird relationship with uh, Widow. Widow, and they were like, because they haven't seen each other in years. It's been like two years. And yeah. they were just like, hey. And that was it. And I was like, okay, good. I don't need to dwell on this anymore. No. And it's just like, that would be a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. The Vision and Wanda stuff was enough. Yeah, it was a little bit much. Because, yeah, it would have been, I mean, I suppose if you're going to have, have to have, like, some kind of, like, relationship existing in these, it would have been better to have one that, like, people care about. And I also didn't buy that Gamora actually loved Quill. Maybe not. He loves her. He loves her. Actually, no, I don't think he does. I think he loves the idea of her more than he loves her. To be perfectly honest. True. True. I think she actually, maybe she might actually love him more than he loves her. I don't think so. Because I think she looks past all of his... But how could you? He's such a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, well, I know, and then she met Thorne. Like, that all, all that's rough. <laughs> because, hello. 100%. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say something mean, but I won't. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the, this movie cemented for me the the Chris Pratt's place in the rankings again. Yeah, 100%. And are part we of saying... It, part of it's the character. Are we saying Hemsworth, top? Oh, yeah. Pine, two? <sighs> Or is Pine 3? I think Pine might be 3. Pine might be 3. Maybe he's just tied for second with Cap. I think he's tied for second, and then ninth is... <laughs> There's nothing in between. Just well, one... Well, Adam Driver's in between. Yeah, <laughs> 1, 2, and 9. <laughs> Chris Kunitz. <laughs> Chris Kelly. <laughs> Chris Kelly? Yeah, sure, why not? Chris, oh. Chris Long. Please, play, please football. We need more Chris's. Um, no, I've... There's a lot of Chris's. There's lots life. of Chris's. Yeah, we don't need any more of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that cemented that for me. But no, it's just... Oh, it's just Okay. Do we need the gauntlet to snap our fingers and remove half of the Chris's? No, just one. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I don't need the gauntlet at all. I just need one. Oh, God. Um, go see Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, go see it. it. Just go see it. I don't even... Like, like, holy shit. Yeah, it was so goddamn good. And... My first reaction was like, so that was a thing. Like, I, d- I didn't know oh, how to articulate I was just like... I think I said it to myself like 30 times aloud during the film. Jesus fucking yeah, Christ. You sure did. Because I was right there. <laughs> you kept laughing at me and I was like, I don't know how else no, to react and there were to so this. many of those moments in this movie. Oh, God. Like, the ending, I did not expect that at all, at all, at all. Like, I did not expect to have half of the people gone. No. Because I didn't expect, I knew that was like Thanos' plan. As they talked about, but I didn't, I didn't think it would work. But I didn't know. I didn't and think it was going to happen in, in this movie. movie. That's, yeah, it's not that I didn't think it would work. I didn't think it was going to happen as soon as it did. And so when it did, I was just like, I thought this was going to be a what? cliffhanger of like, he's killed Cap, and mm-hmm. like I don't know, or Tony, or Tony, like someone original, mm-hmm. and then have some sort of moment where everyone's like, how do we continue yeah. on? Right? Like, we've lost yeah, our guides in this situation. But now it's like we've lost half of the people yeah. who were fighting with us. It's crazy. Fuck. Crazy. That was wild. So good. So good. Yeah, I'm still quite, quite blown away by it. I would like to see it again. Um, I would like to see, because I went to see Black Panther again, I remember telling you, and it mm-hmm. didn't, it felt long. Yeah. Because I knew what was coming, and I wonder if this one... I think it will. Um, 
I feel like because of the world changes and like how you're not in the same place all the time, it might be a little bit different. But also, all of the surprises have been given to you already. Mm-hmm. For that us, that I could pay attention as to like other stuff. It, yeah, we're like, whoa, 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 or I was just fucking crushed. Yeah, yeah. Every five minutes. By knowing all those twists and turns, it it might actually feel like two hours and 40 minutes. But I wonder, like, I wonder if knowing what's coming, if then you can, like, pick up on little moments of foreshadowing and and whatnot. Yeah, potentially. Um, I still need five minutes before the film starts for what happens with Thor. Yes. And Thanos. Like, I'm quite disappointed that that was cut out. Yeah. Because I want to know what, like, what did cause all this carnage? Like, where is everybody? Is he truly the last Asgardian? Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't say that though. He says half. He yeah, says but he's where lost... the fuck are they? He says he's lost half his people, and that was something that I read after I saw the movie. Was that like, Valkyrie's not there. Her body's not anywhere. They didn't make a show because they would if she died. They'd yeah, but also Thanos has fucking snapped his fingers, so it's not half. It's a quarter. Right, but you know, at the beginning, which right now is like fifty people. <laughs> but at the beginning, the assumption I think is that she. And Korg have, like, taken people away. Yeah. But he obviously was unconscious in space. Everyone mm-hmm. thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. How do we know they even got away alive? We don't. But I think that's the assumption. A lot of assumptions happening in this movie. Mm-hmm. Also, we're arguing about a comic book movie. Just saying. We're not arguing. We're having a, I was loving, t- a loving discussion. <laughs> I was talking to my friend Jill on Friday before the movie. And she made a comment about how, about Thor. And she's like, in the real mythology. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to stop you right there. <laughs> <laughs> the real mythology, huh? <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, go see it. And tell us what you think. Like, wow. Jess, I'm waiting for your reaction. Jess, oh my god. Um, her question to us, she wanted me to predict what her text to me was going to be. I hope it's Jesus it. fucking Christ. It's either going to be that or just like a bunch of capital letters. Yeah. And an exclamation marks and or just like as we were just kind of like empty in them yeah the people as we left the theater because we were the last ones out because we were just sitting there trying to absorb like have a good night and I was like thanks I'm emotionally destroyed bye <laughs> <laughs> which I did not really expect from like these movies because I remember when I saw the first one it came out the same year that um, Dark Knight Rises came out it was in 2012 and it came out in the spring and then Dark Knight Rises came out in summer July and. The tone of the Nolan movies is just so much different. Yeah. And this was, like, kind of getting to that near yeah, to the end. Yeah, the first end. ones are very camp and... They're, they're fun comic fun. book movies. Yeah. And then they kind of, you know... This one had, as we know, a lot of fun moments. Yeah. But, like, like the first yeah. one, the stakes weren't really that high. Like, you were never worried that any of the Avengers were going to die. No. And even in the second one, you didn't really worry that any of the, the original Avengers because were going to die. Because you knew they could win. Yeah. And now they've they're up against a foe that maybe they can't actually beat. Yeah. Um, and so like near nearer to the end as the movie progressed, I was sort of thinking about that. It, it was feeling tonally more like a Nolan film, mm-hmm. one of those. I'm also, it, and not in a bad way, just like the fact that it's not afraid it's to get yeah, dark yeah. and it's not afraid to. What I'm also curious about now that we're just like saying things aloud, <laughs> which apparently is not what a podcast is. Um, what is vision? Is he man? Vision, you man? <laughs> Linguo dead? That's a Simpsons joke. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> I was just ignoring it. Um, wasn't Vision 
an operating system? Technically, yes, because right. we hear Banner say that it's got parts of Jarvis and, and Ultron and, Ultron and, and Banner yeah. and Stark and Friday, yes. like inside of him in his yeah. consciousness. So it it is vision like sort of like a self created physical manifestation of that neural network, maybe, maybe, who has somehow built the capacity to love. But yeah, the question is about how much of him lives without the Mind Stone. And that's what they were gambling, obviously. Which I think, and I I still honestly do think that Sherry figured it out. She just ran out of time. I think so too. God, Sherry's so fucking great. I know. Is she alive? God, I hope so. Um, I bet she was on set for like a day. Maybe two at the most. Maybe yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, got to do some kick-ass shit. She really did. She's the best. She is the best. I love her. Love her. Yeah, she's really great. Um, yeah, I don't... I don't know. That's a good question. Because they stab him. And I was like, well, do they have organs? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, no, I understand. I, I, know, I know what you're getting at. What does that know. matter? Because he can phase through things. You know? Yeah, no, I... So, here, this is what the comic book character... Okay, What they say about me. Vision. Here are his abilities. Superhuman agility, intelligence, strength, and speed. Flight, density control, intangibility, shape-shifting, mass manipulation, regeneration, solar energy projection, and technopathy. I don't even know what that means. What is intangibility? Um... The ability to quantum tunnel through solid matter without harm. Okay, so that's his phasing. Yeah. What the fuck is density control? How is that different? Ability to decrease uh, or increase the natural density of an object or oneself. Oh. So he's got, like, lots of abilities. He's got a lot of shit here. In the comics, the vision is described as every inch of human being except all of his bodily organs are constructed of synthetic materials. The solar jewel on Vision's forehead absorbs ambient solar energy to provide the power needed for him to function, and he is also capable of discharging this energy as optic beams. With this, he can fire beams of infrared and microwave radiation. In extreme cases, he can discharge the same power through the solar jewel itself, which amplifies its destructive effects considerably, albeit at the cost of losing most of his resources. Okay, well that's what he did to Ultron. By interfacing with an unknown dimension to which he can shunt and from which he can accrue mass, thus becoming either intangible or extraordinarily massive, the vision can change his density, which at its lowest allows flight and a ghostly phasing intangibility, and at its heaviest, a density ten times greater than that of depleted uranium, which gives him superhuman strength, immovability, and a diamond-hard near-invulnerability. But, so what they've done from the comics is they've turned that, like, solar... Into the power of the stone. Into the power of the stone. Mm-hmm. In the after Age of Ultron, Vision joins the Avengers AI team where his Evolve protocols were activated, and now his body is formed from millions of nanobots. Okay, well you could have written fucking anything. That wasn't established for us. Mm-hmm. There's, just, there's a lot of questions. I do have a lot of questions, but anyway, that's what I know. 
Um, yeah, so that's sort of his. So he's, in theory, should be a very powerful. Mm-hmm. But obviously what they've done is they've made it so that that stone, that mind stone, is the thing that like controls mm-hmm. him. And functioned as its brain, which makes sense because of what Shuri was trying to do and pull that neural network apart away from the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Okay. So, do you have anything else you want to say? Um, About it. Just really bummed that Cap and Bucky didn't get to kiss. They got to hug, though. It was a pretty good hug. They did. They did hug. Bucky got a new arm. They get a new arm. Thanks to Shuri. Because she's awesome. They're very kind to him. I don't know why. Because he's harmless. I know. Without his bionic arm. <laughs> 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 he's a stone cold killer with it, but he's harmless without it. That's true. Um, I'm just looking here about why... Fury might have called Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So the movie in that's coming out in March is a prequel set in the 1990s, focusing on how Air Force pilot Carol Danvers gains superpowers after an accident that compromises her DNA by merging it with an alien's. What alien? It doesn't Just say. Just Anne? Anne alien, yes. It could be fucking Calvin from that shitty movie Life. Yes. Shout out Davis. Um, Fury is part of the military, is part of the behind the scenes team that knows her and works with her. Um, okay. She possibly has a particular responsibility to fix the situation, perhaps, maybe. Um, there's another group in this Marvel universe called S.W.O.R.D., like there's S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. There's also S.W.O.R.D. Which is like in the comic books. I don't know what the acronym. But it specifically tackles alien incursions against Earth. And there was a... There was a a comic book storyline. Ah, interesting. There was a comic book storyline that put Carol Danvers in charge of S.W.O.R.D. So depending on what kind of continuity the movies are actually playing with and what they're going to do, it's possible that Captain Marvel is directly responsible for dealing with alien threats to Earth. Where you fucking been, Marvel? Doing her thing. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Or perhaps she's not part of that, but that is just one of the comic book. Hmm. Well, there you go. Alright. Oh, Jude Law is going to be in the in the Captain Marvel movie. As what? Uh, the alien whose DNA gave her her powers. Yikes. By Jude Law. Good luck with your receding hairline, Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's interesting. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that's going to be. Anyway, that's that. Um, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it again. And, like, pay attention to some of the things that yeah, I, really I couldn't want. have paid attention to because I didn't know what was coming. Yeah. But also that you were just... It was overwhelming. It really was. It was like, huge. visually, in terms of narratives, there's a lot to keep track of. Yeah. There was, it was And good. a lot that it trusts you to be able to keep track of. Yeah. Which is quite... And that's something else that's happening it in these movies. It assumes a lot of They're getting audience. way more complex. Yeah. 
For sure. Um, which is good. They're not just campy comic book films anymore. No. Um, with those, like, simplistic storylines and, like, you know, one, one, a one-note villain. Mm-mm. Or anything like that. So it's kind of nice if there's that. Um, we should just go to questions. We, we should. like an hour and 15 minutes. Of course we did. Go watch That's it. we do. Go watch it. It's so good. Um, go watch this so that we can talk about it. Yeah. With you. And then, you know, let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> the first thing I see when I open our Twitter is me. No. Oh. I, there's a thread here. I'm gonna read. There's three tweets. Okay. Oh no, I'm only just no. I don't even need to. Um, this is only gonna be two of the three because it doesn't matter here. People who have Chris Pratt in their top three white Chris's are not to be trusted. <laughs> Fight me. And then she says, "I don't even stand any of the Chris's. I just know the truth." <laughs> That's lit- literally, open. that's the first tweet yeah. that I see. There's like a hockey tweet and then there's that one. I like this concept of the white Chris's. should do a POC Chris's list as well. You should. Um, okay, I'm looking at things that we have liked. Okay. Um, Jess's question, mm-hmm. which I feel is like pointed at me directly, mm-hmm. is FMK. The Last Jedi, Infinity War, and Shawshank. Oh shit, Megan, what you gonna do? I know what you do. I already replied that she's a monster. Mm hmm. Because that's. I don't know. What would you do? I would kill Last Jedi. Yeah, probably. And you. You fuck Infinity War. And you marry And you Shawshank. gotta marry Shawshank. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. But you kill, like, you kill Last Jedi with a lot of conflict in your heart. I'm not saying you don't regret it. Yeah. I'm not saying there aren't tears that are shed. But then you fuck Infinity War and then you use the time stone to undo the killing of <laughs> Last Jedi. That's what you do. <laughs> Suck it, Jess. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Questions about the movie. Yes. From Brett. Would the deaths be pointless if they just hit the switch to bring them all back? That time stone is just too easy of a plot. That's why I think you gotta use the soul stone. And that's why I think it's more important. The time stone allows Thanos to complete his objective. Yes. But the soul stone that he took a loss for yes. will be his undoing. Okay, yeah, you're probably right. Because, yeah, yeah, he did. He did take the loss. Yeah. And he took a big loss. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, that was also really interesting for a villain. Because you don't normally get that. Mm-hmm. Where, but he had, like, actual regret about having to do it. Yeah. And I don't know if he knew that he was going to have to. He, I don't think he knew he, at all. He took her with him because he needed her there. Because, to show her. To show where it or was. To show but, him, yeah. But not how it worked, I agree. Oh. Uh, Matt's question is, did you like Avengers? Well, yes, Matt. Yes, we did. <laughs> well, you just listened to us talk for an hour and 20 about it. If your answer isn't, holy crap, it's insane, I don't want to know. Matt, I want to know your theories. Can you, yeah. uh... Send us some tweets here about what's happening. Uh, Fake Steinberg asks a really great question. Yeah. Are you ready for it? Sure. When the Avengers take a meal, is it always cold? Which is just a wonderful question. I don't get it. Because revenge is a dish best served cold. Oh. It made me laugh. I'm too dumb for that one. Fake, you go make yourself a cocktail. You deserve <laughs> it. You definitely deserve it. Um... 
If Edmonton wins the draft lottery, this is from yesterday, obviously, do you think a banner should be put in Rogers' place to celebrate her dynasty? Well, they didn't win the draft lottery, which is unfortunate for, like, chaos reasons, because I feel like that would have just been just so good. Um, and the Oilers would have absolutely put, like, five-time draft lottery winners on a banner. Because that would have made them winning, have, they would have won the draft lottery the same number of times they've won the fucking Stanley Cup. And that is embarrassing. It is. Poor Oilers. Oh, I hate the um, what else? That's all we have there. Oh, there's one by Stephen X. Okay, go for it. When Hall wins the heart and McDavid wins the NHLPA MVP, will anyone be safe? <laughs> well, um, again, the like chaotic evil in me. Is Hall's gonna win both? Yes. And fuck everybody. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then I will actually be. Uh, Louis Belcher, just like watching the world burn yes. behind me. Um, or fire Kermit, same thing. Oh god. Or not Kermit, Elmo. Yeah. Yikes. I think you would be Louis Belcher. Oh, we didn't even talk about the MVP vote though. We'll get there. Let's just do the quote. We've okay. we got time. It doesn't matter. Maybe we don't have time. <laughs> we talk oh, so much. We always have time. Um. Yeah, it'll actually be... It was really interesting to me to see the reaction when um, Conor McDavid didn't get nominated for the Hart Trophy. Mm-hmm. Not surprising what people said, but it was just interesting how many people take very personally the opinions of sports writers from around the country. Yes. And well, I about- also think it's interesting, but Megan, hypocritically, I felt incredibly validated. I believe, like, I believe the text you yes. sent me was, we are vindicated. Yes. Which is true. We're right. Yeah. We're right. It's so great being right. It's so fucking great being right. I wish we could have been right. The whole time? Without the trade. But oh. like, you know, just, just, just right in general. Trade's fine. Um, Boy had some fun in playoffs. Got some experience. New Jersey's really gotta be better. hmm But mm-hmm. he did a great job. Yeah. And and also to be recognized for the Ted Lindsay Award, which I think is probably more significant. Like, we talk about the Hart Trophy being, like, a lot. the league MVP, but the one that's yeah. voted on by the players, I think, is more significant. Because for sure. they are recognized. Like, it's, like, best recognizing best. Yeah. Right? And I think that that's... And for him, I think he... He was in Edmonton. <laughs> I don't think he really values the opinion of the press very much. Probably not. Whereas, obviously, it's a team sport. You value the opinion of your team members. Yeah. And... And your peers, right? Yeah. I think as we would too. Like if, for example, Edmin had a, you know, nominated teacher award, that wouldn't mean as much to us as if it was from our colleagues. No, absolutely. Absolutely. That's very true. Um, <sighs> We're fucking Stephen Daples. Got to nominate the most traditional teacher in all Edmonton. He uses all multiple choice questions. Yeah, definitely not me. Um, I do have a question that I don't think was really actually directed to the podcast, but it came to my other Twitter, and I thought it was really good. And it's from Steve. It says, if an angel arrived and told you that you were already living your best life, would this be uplifting or depressing? Hmm. Probably uplifting. Because, again, you just feel vindicated. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. For your choices. I have a question from Malcolm. Okay. Would the draft lottery be better if the mascots went to represent teams or the same amount of a joke? 
Oh, I think it would be a hundred times better if the mascots went. Can you imagine, like, be so fucking Hunter the Lynx just, like, mad that the Oilers finished 10th? <laughs> oh, that you could just say massacring everyone? Um, or, like, the, uh, like, the Vancouver Canucks, like, the whale just, like, dancing around. What's its name? I don't know. Wouldn't it just fucking blow your mind if all of a sudden the mascots started speaking? <laughs> <laughs> or if the sharks, instead of sending their actual mascots, sent, like, the left shark from Katy Perry's. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl halftime show. Um, oh, I think mascots would be so fun. And apparently, somebody and the Oilers th- just sent Grand Fear. <laughs> if we're talking Oilers mascots, let's be real. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Um, I think the Canucks wanted to send their mascots. Yeah. And they were told they couldn't. From. I know. Because the NHL was like, no fun allowed. The NHL's the fucking worst. The NHL's terrible. It's awful. Um,. Here we go, ending our I love hockey. uplifting <laughs> fucking podcast. Um, yeah, so if you didn't catch, here's like the non-spoilery part of our podcast. Do you have anything else you want to say about Avengers? Other than go see it? Just... No. Just fuck. Mm-hmm. Squidward forever. That was really funny. Because <laughs> I looked over at Reba, and I was like, it's Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> But the Squidward joke was good. The Squidward joke was really great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this week, um, we found out that Taylor Hall was nominated for both the Hart Trophy mm-hmm. and the Ted Lindsay Award mm-hmm. for Most Valuable Player and Most Outstanding Player. Mm-hmm. And it's and, and and there was a time that Kelsey didn't know that because she was real mad that he was voted most up, nominated for the Most Outstanding, but not the Most Valuable. Because the text, I could read your anger in your in your yeah. text, and I was like, "There's two awards. It's all I know. good." I was just like, "What is this? What is this?" <laughs> I was so confused. Um, but yeah, so which is great because he had a good season, and the recognition Deserves I think it. is is well deserved. Mm-hmm. Which also means he's going to be at the NHL Awards in June. We're in a suit. We're in a suit. Street clothes for the win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it'll be good. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Nathan McKinnon's probably going to win the Hart Trophy. Connor McDavid's probably going to win the Ted Lindsay Award. That's my prediction. I think Connor McDavid is probably still the most outstanding player in the game. Because he does, like, the, the crazy, the good shit that he does is, is so much better than the good shit that everyone else does. Like, that's the True. Thing. You know. But then, like, I've been watching the, some playoffs. I've been watching, like, the Penguins. And, like, Jesus Christ. Oh, Sidney Crosby. He's so fucking incredible. It's great. And this is the first time he hasn't been on that list. In a long in a time. In a long yeah. time. Yeah. Which tells you a lot about... It does. And their team was good this year. It yeah. tells you a lot about the team that he plays on. And he plays, on, obviously, on a good squad. Yeah. But, like, the shit that he... Like, fuck, he's so, so, so goddamn I know, talented. bonkers. And they just, like... Like, their game... Like, well, their season... Their series clinching game against the Flyers. They just, like... Didn't play hockey for two periods and they're like, "All right, let's win a game." And they just went, turn it on, boys. <laughs> so good. Also, the Maple Leafs started the playoffs. That happened since the last time we talked. Yeah, and that's eh. good. well. It's I think it's good. At some point in time, I would like them to go far, but I always get tired of their fans, and so I'm kind of happy that they're not. Well, I was real fucking tired of their fans who went on to that one player's Instagram, on Jake Gardner's. Yeah, and was like, "Fuck you, go die." You lost a series for us, and I'm like, Are "To be you fair, no, I'm not. I'm not excusing any of that." But shout out to Dave Lozo on Puck Soup from last week. I listened to it finally on Friday, so after Game Seven, yeah, because they recorded Wednesday, yeah, before Game Seven was played, 
and he made some comment about how if the Leafs lost and Jake Gardner had a bad game and, like, cost yes, him the game, and yes. I was just like, Jesus Christ, Lozo, buy a lottery ticket. I know, he's, um, he's a prophet. And, he was, and he wasn't, like, being a dick about it. He was just sort of like... Spitballing. It's happened before. Yeah. It could happen again. Um, but already, apparently, the media in Toronto is turning on Austin Matthews. And guess who one of the culprits is? Your favorite genius friend. Yeah, Steve Simmons. God, hockey men need to fucking They really grow do. Up. They need to just go away. They just need to be gone. Like, women are too emotional? Really? Um, Jim Matheson wrote a thing about how the Oilers are either going to use their number 10 overall pick or trade it away. Those are literally the only two options you can't hold the pick for next year. Like, what else are you going to do? Things that don't need to be said. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, um, go watch Avengers. It's real good. It's very good. Tweet at us. Let us know what you think. Please. Yeah, because we want to talk about it with more people. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about it with my kids on Monday, or well, Tuesday. I had a kid who went to see it on Thursday, and I said, he was telling me, he told me on Thursday that he was going to see it, and I was like, if you spoil it for me. Yeah. I will fail. Oh, we had an embargo. We had embargo. I was like, none of you sons of bitches. I didn't say that. But none of you sons of bitches better tell me anything. Yeah, I was just like, if you tell me anything, I will fail you in this course. Yeah. Good luck getting your diploma. He was like, I was like, you think I'm getting? I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I probably wouldn't have failed him. But no, he came in on Friday and he was like, it was really good. Yeah. And I said, like, how good? Like, better than Thor 3? He's like, oh yeah. And I was like, I don't think it's better than Thor 3. No, I don't think it is. I think it is. You really liked it. There is some stuff where I'm, like, super mad about it. Like what? I enjoyed the experience overall. What were you mad about? Quill, Gamora, the first scene. I'm not a fan of the Guardians in general, though. Like, yeah, Except neither. for Rocket and Groot, so. And Drax. But, like, Quill's useless. But I think that's highlighted in everything that he does. Peter so. Dinklage. <laughs> I'm not mad about that, because it, it, it was too funny for me to be mad at. Oh, boy. He was... It's distracting. See, I don't mind that they didn't show all the carnage of the first scene, because I didn't really need to see it, because there was an awful lot of carnage in the rest of the movie. No, I agree, but, like, fucking context. Like, the amount of questions I still have just bugs me. And I know that it's a first movie. Yeah, and yeah. But these are questions that I feel the the second one isn't going to answer. They might, right? And I don't want to... I I, I, I can't. I don't want to judge it until I know. We should probably wrap up. Um, that's all we have for this week. That's it. Just an hour Um, and a half of bullshit. Yeah, about a movie. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) A movie, and then of course Taylor Hall. Yeah, because we are nothing if not always on brand. Yeah. Um. Thank you for listening. We very much appreciate it. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud and Google Play. Uh, we have a website, garbagefirepodcast.com. Thanks, Tyler, for the domain. Yes, we have an email, garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at garbagefirepod. Megan's on Twitter <laughs> at Meg14. And don't forget about our Instagram, in which there was no live shot today because, of course, it was all spoilers. So yeah. You're welcome. So we'll be back on our regular bullshit next week. Yeah. Gonna have some shit to talk about next week, though. Probably. Finished a book, finished a show. Yeah. It's gonna be good. I just rewatched Underworld. I could talk for an hour about how bad that movie is. Love and it. how much I still love it. Perfect. Um, Can't wait. And how one of the characters in it, the actor is from Northern Ireland, and he's supposed to have like a vaguely Irish accent, and it's so bad. I'm like, what happened to your voice? It's terrible. It's really funny. That's bizarre. Um, yeah, that is all we have. 
for this week. So thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster. Thank you.